Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Scapping's If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. And I wish you well. Sign your pen, Danny Van and Rory Scory, Rory Scory, Come on at ya! Mother, father, how are you? I'm good, buddy. Just, I mean, people should know this. Some people reached out. Mm-hmm. Dan and I are 39 now. <laughs> A lot has happened since we last were in the studio together, mm-hmm. and that means... The completion of one full Earth rotation around yeah. the sun. We are for each for us for us. Everyone's on us. their own rotation, right? But ours is our, our rotation is very. Up. We have a very synced rotation. <laughs> we do yeah, both uh, both Leos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know which what means we have a we have also year of the monkey. Do you get what I get? Year of the monkey on I the know. Chinese zodiac calendar. You say Chinese zodiac calendar or just Chinese calendar? Calendar, I think. Um, and because oh, the Zodiac was that killer guy. Right. Right. Made, okay, yeah. And that's all horoscopes come from him. From death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, He wrote a lot before he was done. Year of Do the Monkey, which perfectly, when people go, Year of the Monkey, 1980, like, couldn't be a better description of what we've done with our lives. I know. Uh, personality and career-wise. But we fit right into that. Kind. We justify, if someone goes, I don't believe in that, I go, I do because it is exactly who I am. Okay, but that's what I want to ask you. Do you get that? This is what I get. I don't know anything about astrology stuff. Sure. But every time I tell someone who doesn't know me, they know me but don't know this information where I go, uh, tell them my birthday, August 5th, and they go, you're a Leo. I go, yeah. And then they always say this. That makes sense. And they're right. (laughs) They're right. You get that too, right? They're right. They're always like, oh yeah, that that checks out. Friends who are super into astrology. Everybody's uh, happy with their sign. That's why it's bullshit. Angelica, because in the, real uh, life, not everybody gets to be happy. But Scorpios are like, "That's me, man." I know. I'm, I'm very happy with my sign. Everybody is happy but, with their but sign. But also, it almost seems like you would be because it's just who you are. 
And you're just kind of like, well, yeah, no, because hi, it's never bad news. Yeah, you're you're passionate. You're right. You're, you're, it never, even though like you you and I would go ah Scorpios or whatever, right? But we go, but we're Leos, and that's us. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like you're in your own crew. It always works out. Doesn't mean you love other Leos. You know, obviously, I don't know. can't love everybody. Right? We are we are yeah embattled in a fight. Angelica, the uh, barista, one of the baristas at uh, uh, the coffee shop that we frequent. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, every morning mm-hmm. in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, she she knows it and is super into astrology. And at one point, she asked me to. Or she didn't ask me. I was asking her, like, I want to find out this information and learn it. She was like, "So, get me the time that you were born." I know this is so. Get deep. me the date you were born and all this stuff. I might have already mentioned this. I don't remember. I don't think you have. And I I got her all that information. I I reached out to my my stepmother. Was like, I was like, can you find like that like all that information the exact time. And she sent it all to me. I gave it to her, and she just plugs it into an app or a website or something. And then she sent me the what on on a phone was like sure. five pages worth of right. stuff. And every paragraph, like I, I remember, I was oh. reading it as me and Jordan and our daughter were taking off on a flight. Uh-huh. I was reading it before I had to go to airplane mode. And Jordan looks over, and she's just like, "She's like, what are you reading?" I'm like. All of this is exactly right. Stop. I was like, every paragraph, how specifically is right? So spe- to like stuff about your personality, what you like feel or think in certain things. Looking at it, I was like, all of this is dead on. Okay, here's what I want none you of to this do. is wrong. Change the top to someone else's birthday and time. Send it to them and see if they say the exact same. I thing. I think people do say that. That's my. Can, do you know the time? That's you were my born? fear. I'm not. That's Forget my... someone else. Right. I'm gonna send it to my pen pal. <laughs> do you do you know the time you were born? Is that something you could uh, your mom I... could like say? Oh, I have that written yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. yeah. yeah. I, is it on my birth certificate? I don't think it is because I have that. I don't think it is, but I think I I would I would bet four years later. I know the exact time my daughter was born. Uh-huh. Your your mom might just know that because that's such a crazy moment in your life she was pretty you out of it kind of remember it she almost died but that doesn't but still so i go oh born at this time you're, right. you're like logged yeah also she should remember like, when she almost died but also yes that's <laughs> you know what and honestly if it's not about you it should at least be about her <laughs> <laughs> oh what time did i bring a human what time did i produce the human that i made in mm-hmm. my body and introduce mm-hmm. it into this Existence. crazy simulation yes. of a life. Oh my god! And then somebody goes, uh, "She's like, I don't remember what time." Okay, second question: Do you remember the time you almost died? <laughs> right. Bringing that person. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, no, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that. <laughs> hey, before- and she's like, "No," but I remember the exact date I tried the best cheeseburger I've had in my life. <laughs> uh, before we jump into this, I just had a great time in Santa Cruz. Some pallers came out to that show, um, and I have another one coming up, and you have some as well. So I want to tell San- people Santa Cranny, Santa Santa Cranny. I know, yeah. Santa um, On August 29th, Thursday, August 29th, I will oh, yeah. be headlining at the UCB Theater at 8 p.m. That is the uh, that is the leading up to the weekend of Labor Day. It's the Friday before Labor Day is the next day, so nobody's doing anything at work. If you're in and around the Los Angeles area or you need an excuse to come see me, now you have it. Thursday, August 29th at UCB Theater, 8 p.m. Go to DanielVanKirk.com for the link to get yourself to Who's on that show with you? Me. Why don't you invite people to come down? Maybe we do a spot or something. Oh, oh all right, we'll see. Not me, I'm busy, but there's probably other comics. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, there's other people. Are you in town? I am in town. Would you like to do a guest spot? Fine. Maybe I'll do it. You know, let me look at my calendar. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm gone. <laughs> then I <laughs> just to, to try to one up you. I can't make that weird power move. Right, right. Begging to be on the show and then turning oh, it down. Oh, that's nice of you. And then actually not even turning out. No showing. Oh, no text. No call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or are you come. I guess I'm just going to go straight on cold. All right. right. Nobody warmed up the crowd. Uh, Andrew Youngblood will be featuring for me. So oh, nice. Oh, he's yeah, in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to come in town and do it with me. Andrew Youngblood went on the David Jacoby experience, which is what we call uh, March of this year, earlier March of this I year, know. Billionaire's Ball. Uh, he didn't come to the ball, but he was there for the, he was there for the ride. You know um, we're halfway there right now. I know we're six months from it yeah. again. I think. Yeah, he and I, me and Jacobs have talked. He's 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 down to clown again. So it we might should. be going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I uh, I'm going to be doing uh, on August 26th here in Los Angeles. I'm going to be going up after Kurt and Kristen's hot tub show. It's going to end, and I don't think they're going to turn over the room. So if you want to buy a ticket to both of those shows, it's a lot of comedy, but I'm going to go up and just do 30, maybe 40 minutes after to try to get ready for some road shows. And then I'm going to do that uh, again on, uh, I think, August 27th. Nope, nope. it's on. I think August 27th. No, it's, is it? Go to your Instagram. Who you know am it's I? There. Who am I? I'm guessing. I don't know. August 26th, and then September 3rd, oh, I'm going to okay. be at the Lyric Hyperion. Those tickets are uh, on. If you go to my Instagram, at Night Out has the link to uh, to those shows. Lyric Hyperion is not very big, but if you want to come see me flounder around, it's kind of fun. And then more, um, most importantly, most and I have a few other things, but I also be in. <laughs> I'll be in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Cleveland, September uh, 5th to 7th, with my buddy Damon Schritter. Uh, who won first place at the 2006 Seattle Comedy Competition. Ooh. I, of course, placed third, but the two, one and two were Canadian, so I got first place American in that <laughs> competition. Um, and then Dan and I, uh, just a reminder, we're going to well, be in I'll Atlanta. Be in Jacksonville, the 12th through the 14th. Forget that, dude. <laughs> Go to we got to talk about October. If you're in Florida and you feel down there and lonely, pen pals, If you're a penny or a paller, you want to see a live pen pals, come to Atlanta. Yep. We're going to be doing Pen Pals. Dan's going to be doing stand-up. I'm going to be doing stand-up. We're going to be uniting like a Voltron to do Pen Pals. Uh, and we're going to be hanging out. That's a good festival. It's run by run by comics. That, it's like the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of October. Awesome right? job. Gilbert. Uh, October. That first weekend in October. 5th, maybe? Yeah. First, yeah. Like, first week in October. Yeah. Um. All right. Come see us, friends. And we're going to put a tour together. But now it's yeah. kind of probably going to happen now towards next year. Also, the podcast, the, uh, the, the playlist is coming together. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to uh, hashtag Adam Shanley, <laughs> Adam Shanley, our hashtag king. Yeah, I wrote him an email and I said that maybe he put a playlist together and I think he's been updating it. Yeah, I think we're gonna have an internal discussion to see if Adam should just be the hashtag king slash the playlist king, <laughs> or we'll just have both playlists going and uh, people can access either one. I but would love one. We're gonna have it. It's it's happening. I mean. He said he's going to send me. Wants to earn his mic. We should let him. I mean, that's fine. Let's see. Maybe Adam earns a mic. Let's let's throw let's throw a challenge out there. Adam better come to a show. Um. Well, I should we go to? I don't know. Do you want to go to the letters? Go to the letters. Do you, do you want to go to the letters? Yes. Lads, go to letters. Yes, that's my best time. Yeah, that was a good. I ta- I clocked it. Well, I've been watching Hard Knocks. I clocked it. Obviously, I was in the car mm-hmm. and I rode beside you. Mm-hmm. 
And you've been watching Hard Knocks, but yeah. quite, you're not. None of us are winded. Hard Knocks. I, I drove, so I'm not. The winded. greatest football show you can enjoy, even if you don't like football. That's exactly right. Because it's just really well made documentary about human interest stories. I'm going to dive into this one fast. Okay. Um, do wait. Do, didn't you have like a little thing? That's want? what this one is. Okay. Yeah, I I have a little update here. When Dan and I got into our episode not that long ago, a couple weeks ago, um, about education, mm-hmm. and we went off. Uh, someone wrote in, and I just wanted to write their response. I think it's great, and I think it's definitely worth. Where too? Where'd they write in? Mentioning. Where? What? How did they? What? How did they get us? At how the did... pen pal, uh, the pen pals pod at gmail dot com. Nice little Gmail okay. action. This comes from Abby. I'm going to read it. We can chat about it for a second. Uh, good day, good sirs. I've been listening to Pen Pal since the first episode, and I've enjoyed listening to you both. I'm going into my ninth year as a K-12, K-12 teacher. I couldn't help cringing a little bit in the education episode. Okay. Most of the reason for that is because sometimes education and teachers get an unfair reputation from when the person speaking went to school instead of current realities. Also, I found that because people have been students... They feel that they know what it's like to be teachers. It's not a secret society, but there is a lot going on in the background that people who aren't teachers wouldn't know about. Of course, that's the same with any job. I don't know what it's like to be a doctor, plumber, writer, etc. I do. Okay. Uh, Most teachers have good intentions. Most teachers have gotten into the teaching profession because they love learning and love teaching. Of course, there will always be bad apples, and of course, there will always be... People who don't want to change with the times, even bad teachers probably have a positive reason for being a teacher but have lost their way over time. You mentioned how education might be more about memorization. Truly, we have moved away from that in some aspects. We can't get away from it fully, but I do know that students in my very small public district are taught about finding accurate sources, distinguishing fact and opinion, creating arguments, and so on. Most of the teachers I work with were born in the 80s and 90s, so we are not the same teachers you had when you were in school. Same goes for me, born in 1985. You mentioned students Gross. sitting in rows of de- <laughs> you mentioned students sitting in rows of desks. Yes, of course that happens, but that is not the case for most of my district. In my husband's high school English classroom, they are set up in a circle to have meaningful discussions. In my hippie, own hippie. <laughs> in my own art classroom, they are set up in flexible group stations tables. In some classrooms, they are rarely at their desk and are reading and working on the floor, on a beanbag, etc. I know seating isn't actually the concern. It's more of a representation of the times, but I insist that times have changed. Lastly, I will say that teachers are not just held to their own personal standards or even those of a principals or superintendents. We are held to the standards of the state, and we have to show our growth in standardized tests. So we, too, think that respect, responsibility, safety, tolerance, critical thinking, and more are important. The state cares about the students knowing parts of speech, adding fractions, laws of motion, and so on. Those tests are multiple choice, and that's where we get stuck in our rows of desk and memorization. It's a tricky line to walk. We try. This was longer than intended. I just wanted you to know how I felt. Thank you for talking about education. I know you care, and that's important. Thank you, Abby. Um, So just right out of the gate, Mm -hmm. because I can't remember uh, specifically what we had talked about. I know that when we got into that education rant, we really ranted. Yep. You keep saying we. Yeah. You. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get very passionate (laughs) about it. I'm joking. But I think... think Abby's right. She knows that we do care, and I. That's don't, what I love. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, if we stated it clearly, or even if I ever stated it all. Sure. But just to be clear, I do know and completely believe that there are very passionate, great teachers out there, and I personally do believe that teaching is one of the most admirable professions you could ever possibly have. Passing on 
knowledge that you obtain and wanting to pass mm-hmm. on knowledge and being willing to put up with children uh, on a daily basis is a superpower that I don't understand because right. I don't have it. Right. Um, so I don't remember fully what was said, but just to be clear, in my rant of whatever mm-hmm. I did say, uh, I do agree with what Abby's saying, and uh, but I didn't know some of the stuff she said in there. Sure. And I also Me never, too. I never, pro- you know, you do look back you do and think you just go, like, oh, yeah. Oh, teachers aren't the same. They're right. our age now, right. or they're younger, a little bit older, whatever. Right. You, it's different. It's generational. Right. Uh, so it's so refreshing to hear her say that. And also, th- a letter like this to me is a shining example of what I love about this podcast. Me too. And this show is that Dan and I ranted about something, and we're always coming from we a place of good. We sent our letter out. We sent our letter out. We're always coming from a place of good. Mm-hmm. And a pen pal wrote a letter back saying, here's some other things to consider right. to maybe mold and change your opinion. But- what I love is that it's uh, whatever I did say, someone goes, oh, I understand that it's coming from a place of love and compassion and, and respect. Right, right. And that that's how Rory and Dan, that's where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And that what they want is the greater good. And this right. person was like, I also want the greater good. Just wanted to open your eyes to these things. And you 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 changed my, my, my feeling about it. And also you made me feel better mm-hmm. about it. And it's two adults that are able to just talk. And be open-minded yeah. and change and without listen. yelling at somebody. Just saying, and also just not saying, being mad. Just at saying, someone. hey, consider this. Exactly, and also not and then being you mad at someone. And you, you, yeah. you, 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 you trust the source. Yeah. You look at where it's coming from. Yes. Oh, this is a person who who is thoughtful and caring. Yes. I could still end up disagreeing. Yes. But it, this is this is what nice discourse exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. And it's what people that care about education. The irony would be that if they right. couldn't have that discourse, it'd be like, well, then you don't I think you care about education. But being able to have the discourse means, oh, maybe you are educated and also care about education. Right. The fact that you can understand that you're just, you're grown adults. But like I said, when I get ranting, I can't come, I haven't listened to the episode <laughs> and I don't remember fully what I, what I said. But uh, yeah, just to be clear, I, I come from a family of many teachers. Almost all of my aunts uh, were teachers or coaches uh one aunt was a nun which i don't know if it gets more compassionate than than that mm-hmm. when you're you're working in uh helping people who are dealing with cancer um but uh yeah i i just wanted you to know and, and you state that you know I, I, I was coming from a, a good place and i do i do know for a fact uh there are great teachers in the world because uh i love what i do and am doing with my life and it's because of teachers that that i'm able to do it and, and look at the world through a lens that got me this far. So yeah. I do, I do, we are coming from the same place. I, I could have been more succinct, but I was coming from a place of anger uh, for the people who aren't like Abby and aren't the people Abby's describing. Right. And uh, yeah, I didn't balance out, uh, probably in my rant, I probably didn't balance out going, and by the way, the flip side, <laughs> there's great people. But the great thing about the show, like you were saying as well, is Abby didn't just write this letter back to us. She also wrote it to the the person who wrote it initially, to the, the bus driver. That's right. And so now that hopefully that person also like, oh, good, because remember they were like, I feel like these kids are fucked. And yeah. so now they would be like, oh, that makes me feel better. Right, right, right. We're right. all just writing each other. Right, right, right. And also just That's to great. and also just to go back if from my memory, I think that bus driver was also talking about whether we're giving kids a great, compassionate, awesome sure. education. I think he was worried that there's nothing there for them at the end of that road, no matter right. what. I think he was I, the I think, job market. I don't think he was saying teachers are bad and we're fucking kids over. Right. I think he was saying even if we loved them and That's downloaded all the fear. information in the yeah. world in their brain, there might not be anything for them. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but great. This is what I love about this fucking show. This know, communal me interaction me too. of just 
talking about education. And it comes from, in this case, four people who, you know, two two of which know each other, mm-hmm. but four people who don't know each other. Do now. Who are all on the same page. Yeah. And they're like, hey, great. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's someone else who knows something. I just wanted to put that out I there because Abby took the time and reading it made me feel good going like, yeah, all right, you're right. There's There are... There are the good teachers who care, and that you can't, you can't forget that. And yeah. oftentimes, when thing, we're drowning in negativity, you do forget the fucking. There are angels <laughs> still out there. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not just all demons. Um, well, let's. You want to kick it off? No, you do it. All right. Because I liked what you were going to grab, all and right. we'll go. And and hey, pen pals, we're telling you right now. We're like, I don't know, maybe 18, 20 minutes in. So we'll no, go. You can also go. just look right at your radio or your phone and know exactly yeah. how many minutes we're in. Yeah, or guess first. Were you right? Guess. Let us know. Um, so hey, we'll Dan, go to yours. Name someone who's 70. Come on. 71. 71. Nope. Yeah. I changed it. 63. No. Let's <laughs> stick to it. <laughs> Give me somebody. And uh, fucking try. Really? Okay. Put it in your okay. heart and soul. 71 years old. Put it in your soul right now. Let me, let me right, know I got it. There. I got it. I got it. Go. Annette Benning. Oh, I love that. <laughs> what, 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 68, 67. Could you imagine if she was 63 after I just made that joke? She's 61. Yeah. Damn it. I knew she looks, she looks great and I wasn't sure. But I'll tell you what, that's a great guess. That's a great guess. Cause you're not walking around knowing Annette Benning's age. Right. Get out of here. Okay. You go. Nope. You don't want one. Okay. This is gonna be a long episode. <laughs> that's not really. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If we just do just your letter, that's and if okay. You're, if you're a penny or a paller, the moment I asked Dan and he said Annette Benning, you should have also been like thinking, oh, who is seven? Who else? All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to read my letter. I am a paller. The show was grown to me by my friend John, and we have since grown the show to our various friends across several states. I just want to say up front, I am a huge fan of both of you. Awesome. Thanks. Rory, I love golf and could listen to you riff on what you love about golf for an entire episode. And you have. (laughs) Daniel, I am from one of the farther flung suburbs of Chicago and have a family house in Wisconsin, so I clicked with you and your whole vibe right away. (laughs) Anyway, on to my current conundrum. Okay. I got married in June to the absolute love of my life. You were not invited because I was giving a speech and could not take the risk of having two outstanding performers in the audience while I tried to be both funny and sincere. So my apologies if you feel snubbed. And I do. Yep. My wife is my partner and my best friend. She's the best thing to happen to me. We were lucky enough to have the wedding of our dreams, and I wouldn't go back and change a single thing. Already you can tell that his wife definitely listens to the podcast. Yeah, and <laughs> and I've been trained through this show that like when someone tells me a whole bunch of good things, the butt that's coming around, uh, yeah. it scares me. It's a cliff. I know. But it, over like the so many compliments, like oh, you guys, you guys throw this on together. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And day, I just wanted her to know that yesterday know, was my fault. It was and my it was fault, fault, and even though I said it was your fault, it was it definitely, definitely my, my fault. fault. Anyways, on to the letter. Um, <laughs> here's what I wanted to say. <laughs> on the day of the wedding, it was a whirlwind, but everything went spectacularly. However, I noticed almost immediately that one of my friends, we'll call him Flake for the purposes of this exercise, was not at the ceremony. Initially, I chalked it up to him being late or misunderstanding the time, but as I was walking into dinner, I noticed he still hadn't arrived. He had RSVP'd yes to the wedding. This friend was my college roommate and closest friend in college by a mile. This puzzled me. I 
I stood up in his wedding and always thought he would stand up in mine. But we drifted apart as the years went on. He would drop out of plans pretty regularly. He dropped out of a fantasy football league unexpectedly. He even dropped out of my bachelor party at the last minute. He currently has two kids, and I know that can be a tremendous weight on your time commitments. Many of my friends who also know Flake were not surprised that he did not show up, especially after he bailed on the bachelor party. Mm -hmm. I am not upset about him not showing up for any monetary or logistical reasons. I just wanted everyone that I love to be there that day, of course. I haven't reached out to him since the wedding. At this point, I don't really know what to say. If he doesn't want to maintain our friendship, I understand. But why say you're going to come to both the bachelor party and the wedding if you don't intend to? As far as I can tell from social media and discussion with mutual friends, everyone in his family is happy and healthy. So thankfully, there's no issues like that to point to as a possible reason for the absence. I know I should go F2F, but I've tried to put in an effort for years before and it doesn't seem to matter. Any advice on how to even start the conversation, or should I just let it go? Call me Natalie Umbrulia, because I am torn. Thanks for taking the time to read my letter. Please keep making uh, the show forever. Your pal, Big Cat. P.S. My song of the summer has been I Feel All Right by Steve Earle. It's a fantastic windows-down, drive-fast kind of song. Love those. Mm-hmm. Toast script. Love that. I like mine on the bagel setting, so it gets uh, toasted on one side, but stays pretty soft on the other. I also like it with raspberry jam. That's not a bad call. I've never thought of putting regular bread on the bagel setting. Have you? I, I've never thought of that. That's never even occurred to me even slightly. Mm-mm. You go half soft, half it, toasty? It seems sacrilegious, but he's right. That's how we should have been doing it all along. This is right. Do you like burnt toast? No. No? Big, Big Cat is... Big Cat just changed the world. <laughs> Putting regular toast and then hitting bagel setting? Shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> toast has no top or bottom, but you just gave it one. You gave it one. You gave it one. Well, well here's the question. What's, in fact, forget everything else in this letter. What side are you jamming? <laughs> what side are you jamming then? The toasted side, right? Oh, God. But the fact that you can switch it up every day of your life. What a gift. And you're going light jam. I don't want to go heavy jam. I don't want all that sugar to totally weigh down the toast. But you would, you which go- is also going to turn into sugar by white toast, <laughs> right? I would. You'd have to do the toasted side. I mean, that's unless you're you've murdered someone. Yeah, that's what you would do. A little bit of butter, mm-hmm. the butter melt on it. Didn't it seem like there was a lot of movies in the '80s where people were walking out of doors with toast in their mouth and coffee? Yes, like they had like toast in their mouth. But like, the way they would eat it, like, like it looks so good in your brain. You want to dip. Just an old-fashioned cake donut. Oh, the best! Into That's, some coffee don't fuck and take with a bite. Anything other than a cake donut in but my that, world. Exactly. You don't need the frosting. You don't need the. Sure. There's Whatever. times when you're gonna do it. Right. Right. But if it's just a plain or even blueberry, the cake. The cake. Cake with chocolate frosting is my <sighs> Shut jam. It down. But you see, like in a in a movie or a TV show, they dip it in the coffee and they eat it. Mm-hmm. The visualization of them eating it will always taste better than it actually is. It's not 100%. bad. It's not bad. I do it. A hundred percent. But when you see it in a movie, you go, oh, I'm tasting way better than yeah. reality. Or like, because it, it just I think looks it's in like, meatballs. <laughs> I think it's in meatballs where they like leave camp and they stop and get like burgers and fries. And it, that, that's the best. And you see the burger, and you're yeah. like, ah. That's the best looking. Yeah. It'll never be that good. It'll never, ever. It's never. Mm-mm. Let's dive into this. Okay. Big Cat, good for you for changing the toast world because you know what? A lot of people didn't know that world needed to be changed, and you changed that. I I don't I, I I like tearing it out, but this is very simple to me. Yeah, let's hear it. I love simple. Reach out to this guy. Say, hey, buddy, we've been friends for a long time. Mm. I hope 
I hope uh, mm. I hope everything's going well. I just need to know: Are you going through anything? Is there any stuff in your life that's kind of preventing you from kind of coming to some of the things I invited you to? And if that person comes back to you and says no, be like, okay, you take care. You don't need to have a fight. You just let that ship sail out to sea. Yeah. I'm done with this person. So Dan, what I'm you're, done with flight. what you're talking about is a level one F two F. You're talking yeah. about a level one. Yeah, a level yeah. your basic F two F. Yep. Just a check in. I'd be everything good it's with you. It's more of a CI than it is a F2F. Everything good with you? Be like, okay, all right, well, you take care. If it, if, uh, if for any reason you are going through something, you don't feel comfortable about it, and you ever want to talk to me about well, it, I'm I'll always a- be here. Yeah. Otherwise, let that ship sail out to sea and start walking back through the woods because so you're what done Dan, with this. What Dan's talking is middle road. He's not talking high road. He's talking middle road. Just let it keep going. This person doesn't want to be your friend. Here's the deal. Not enough to prove it. Here's the deal. Dan makes a great point. Reach out to see if there's something deeper going on because how is someone that close with you and they don't say man i'm so sorry i didn't make the bachelor at party. least lie I'm to so you sorry i didn't make the wedding i'm so to sorry not, i didn't make the wedding to not reach out yes so so here's what so i come to one of two conclusions okay and again them. dan and i are not professional double conclusions me right now we are only professional entertainers who <laughs> have really big hearts right and even then we feel like we've tricked a and lot of people even then i still feel i'm not a great person <laughs> i was driving up to santa cruz this weekend and be like is any of this funny <laughs> Is any of it funny? But it's not. It's not to us. <laughs> I know. Because you, you have to sit with it for so long. I know. It's funny. Even, yeah. So even yeah. the thing we're professional at, we're constantly being like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Sometimes we don't show up to our own weddings slash shows. Right. Uh, here's here's uh, here's what I think. Okay. Doesn't show up to the wedding. Doesn't say anything. One, going through some deep shit, and maybe, and maybe a check-in is worth it. Or doesn't give a fuck about you. So, okay. Ex- okay, so sorry. Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So maybe the check-in is worth it because there could be something deep going on, mm-hmm. and this person doesn't know how to reach out. This person's going through changes. Right. They got two kids. Lord knows you change after one. I can't even fucking imagine what happens after two. Uh but, but I do want to say, and, and then the other option is doesn't give a fuck about you, or is just being an asshole, or has changed in a, in a in a in an awful way. Yeah. To me, if you're that close in college, yes, all people drift apart. It, it just does happen. You live in a time frame with a lot of your relationships, and sometimes you're lucky enough to have lifelong relationships. That very few people pull that off. Um, but at best, and you do this. Yeah. Sometimes people have these sort of lifelong but annual relationships. Sure. You see your buddies, you do a weekend, yeah. you do a, a physical, hey, we all love each other, let's check in, let's hang out. We obviously can't do it all the time. Right. We're all in our own thing. Right. But let's not forget to come back and remember the roots, remember where we came from, blah, blah, blah. Right. I wish I had more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, I would say it's got to be one of those two things. I don't think there's a middle ground. I think the dude is either going through something and you need to check in because it could be serious and maybe he needs that yep. and that you could be a, a, a shining light or he's a fucking asshole. Now, what we do know from Big Cat, I uh, I haven't reached out to him since the wedding. At this point, I don't really know what to say. If he doesn't want to maintain a friendship, I understand. Why say you're going to come to the bachelor party? Why say you're going to come to the wedding? That's the part that makes me think there's something going on. It makes it makes me think something's going on because why would you say that? People can develop certain anxieties. I'm, I'm just giving totally. I'm just giving yes. examples of what right. it could be and why it's worth checking in. Sometimes when you're drowning, you don't even know how to grab onto the raft. Exactly. I mean, look at people that have addiction problems. Yeah, they, they don't sit there going, "Oh, I have an addiction problem." 
You know, right? They said that there, there are there are so many levels of addiction. The things that I might be addicted right now, I might need someone to say, "Hey, you're addicted to this right. thing," and I go, yeah. "Oh yeah, I guess I am." Yeah, <laughs> but you don't notice it, right? So, and I'm not saying that's it. I'm just putting out examples of why it's worth checking in because it could be that one thing you haven't thought of, and then your heart breaks and you go, "I can't believe I was mad at you." Right. Which is why a total fuck you. Yeah, I don't think it's the road to go. No, you don't come out with that. You don't come out with I that. I don't even think you need to. You don't need to. You also don't need to break up the friendship. It's not your I don't responsibility. Think that either. It's not your responsibility. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. When someone flakes, so let's say, let's throw out a hypothetical. Okay. This dude is just a flaky fucking dick. Right. Then you know what? This dude is a flaky fucking dick, and you had a great friendship in a time frame. Yeah. I'm not who I used to be. It was a good chapter. You're not who you used to be. Mm-hmm. People that you might have loved and had such a crazy great relationship with, it's not. It might not be the same now, and right. that's just the deal. Yeah. That's just life. Yeah. It's. It might be sad. It might de- be depressing. But don't get so hung up on that when you might. You might need to be paying attention to the time frames you have going on now with people. Mm-hmm. They have great fucking relationships going on now that you maybe miss out on because you're so focused about trying to save. A relationship that's not there. Right. That the other person doesn't want to be there. And right. it might be sad, but also it's like, it's kind of beautiful, you know? The fact that there's an ending to things is what gives meaning to the fact that there's even a beginning to it. God damn it, that should that's be a, a good, t-shirt. That's, no, that's going to be on the next calendar. <laughs> <laughs> that de- God, what, what month do you think? I don't want to influence it. It's like in game. December. It's like in game. December. It's, it's like Doctor Strange in game. If I if I say the month, it won't happen. No, it's got to be <laughs> December. It's the end of the year. The fact that there's an ending ah, to things or January. Well, that'd be the beginning part. Same. I should get. I should get a double month. <laughs> I should get a double month. We'll talk to Diana. <laughs> I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna just reach out. Diana. Will, hey, I'm not trying to influence you, and right. I know you're already probably looking into the next calendar. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, don't wait. We already have a December and January because the, the know, calendars but, we got started in July. Gonna, yeah, but we're gonna get new ones. <laughs> Oh, on time now? Because we have June. We no, have no, June, June we're fiscal. June. We are fiscal, Rory. We're June to June. Though. Yes, we All are. Right. All right. Yeah. We're more, we start our calendars in the third quarter. I right was, at the start of the third quarter. You know what? Come I'm going to, who knows? Second quarter. This might, subject to change. <laughs> if we start our Patreon, every person who's a founding member will give you access to get the calendar. That's right. And I like how you said calendar just to remind us that you're you're from the Chicago area. What, how is it? Calendar? <laughs> calendar. 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 You got you became, yourself uh, a calendar right you became here. Phil- what was his name? Phillips. What's Who? the guy? Oh, your boss. Jack. <laughs> you became Jack Phillips for a second. Like, yeah, you got you. Dan, what you want to do in your right, cubicle is you want to put your calendar on this Come wall. over here. Look at your calendar. I have marked the day you're going to be over this breakup. Now. You got five dates here. Today we're gonna start. Today counts as a day. Something so fun about Jack Phillips being super obsessed with the breakup. <laughs> like you're like over it. You're like yeah. you've moved on. You're married. You have three kids. He still talks about that. Hey right Daniel, now. Jack Phillips. Here. Still think about her every day, don't, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. No, I don't remember her name actually. I hear the pain. <laughs> I forgot her name until you said it. Oh, you. Know, I should reach out to her. I just. We should get dinner. Oh, I she's don't like, do that, Daniel. Dan, you'll be back in she the. She doesn't month. want you in her life. She told you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go back about a six or seven weeks if that's a reference you didn't catch. Yep. If you're new to it, uh, go backwards. Got to time travel a little bit. Mm-hmm. Big cap. Um, uh, to keep it simple, but, but I say reach out. It is strange. This kind but, of behavior. Not, is strange. Don't reach out with what the fuck is type. Oh stuff. no, no, reach no, no, out no, no, with no, like, no, hey no, man, no. everything good. Reach out with missed I, you at the bachelor party. You you know figured something couldn't come up, and then definitely wanted you to be at the wedding. When I noticed you weren't there, it bummed me out. So I wanted to check in and make sure everything is everything okay with you. You want love, you probably won't even get a response. Look, it's look, reach out, reach out, and come from a place of love, compassion, and respect. 
don't let the fucking hate that is we are drowning in influence how you talk to someone who was important to you because it's unnecessary hatred. It's so unnecessary. Right. Why 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 create this friction that doesn't need to exist when you can just reach out and go, hey, everything okay? And like Dan said, if he goes, everything okay? Uh, yeah, dude, everything's great. Then you can you you can you can set that. Uh, it's like when they like light the lanterns and like release them into the air. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. What causes that ceremony? <laughs> is it death? Is it yeah? I think, is yeah, it New Year's Eve? I don't no, it's remember. Like memories of people you've lost. I yes, think, yeah. I think you can just light that and just go there. It's out there. Maybe one day that lantern just somehow lands back on my house and we're back to kicking sure. it off. But you can walk away going. That you didn't slam a door, you didn't close a window, you just merely checked in with someone. They're like, "Yeah, why? What's up?" And you just go, "Nothing. Just want to make sure you're all good." I uh, would probably a little bit. I'd check, be like, I'd be like "All right, just want to make sure. Miss you at the wedding, man. Hope you're good." Yeah, you can you can do that. That's your choice. Because I would need a little bit to be like, "Well, that's why I'm asking." Yeah, you could do that, and it open. You know, maybe it leads to a bigger discussion. But uh, yeah, there's I, two I, things that happen. There's the flake, and then there's the like not even telling you sorry. Not I even, not even One admitting is, the flake. Right, admittance to the flake is a big thing. If that happened to me, I'm like, oh, you just don't. We're done. You don't want to do this. There's not something severe going on that you I'm don't want to do of. this. I'd yeah. be like, oh, you're just done. Yeah, you're just done. You don't want to do this. You're done being my friend, and you're and done. you you're made a- it clear. Unless there's something wrong with you in your life, you made it very clear. Especially I wouldn't the say, but party. I would say this: like Rory flaked on his own bachelor party. Not even that tells you how much he dude, wants to be his own canceled. friend. We canceled it, Daniel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say, and given this, he says some hints in here. I stood up in his wedding. I'm gonna, and he has two kids. Let's say that wedding was no more than ten, seven years, no more ago. than ten years. Okay, yeah, probably seven to ten years ago. Right, that's a great deal of time. And you go, oh, yeah. I thought he stood up at my wedding. That's a long time. Could be as little as four. People change. This guy flakes on a bunch of stuff. The fantasy football league dropping out. I, I get that. Like that. That can be. You got two kids. You might be like, "What am I? I gotta stop. I gotta cut some stuff out. I gotta move some things around." Um, yeah, but you, even your even your haphazard explanation right there is probably better than what this guy gave. That's what I mean. So I think I think the explanation. I think the lack of explanation. Going back to circling back to what Dan and I sure. first said, the lack of of reaching out afterwards means. He might need a deeper conversation and some help, or he might now just be an asshole. Because that's the double tap. And you don't know. Wasn't there? I don't, I'm going to let you assume. It's a double tap. Don't follow up means I don't even care what you thought. Yeah. That's the, like. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, it could be a bigger thing right. that he needs. And this is. The, Probably not, because it's been over, it seems like, quite a span of time. But it could be. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I, in conclusion, mm-hmm. Dan and I think it's worth reaching out. In a respectful way, checking in, seeing what he says. Let us know and and hit us back because I'm definitely curious. What's up? What what's was the up song, with this dude? The song was "I Feel All Right" by is that, Steve is that the song, Earl. Is that the song "Feeling All Right"? Not feeling too bad myself. That song. Do you know it? I'm looking at Aristotle. See if he gives a yes or a no. <laughs> well, he hasn't earned a mic, so I have no idea. Um, I'm feeling all right. That song, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm. But I mean, I'm feeling all right. Let's take it. Let's let's take it to the end here. Okay. What's this? Um, this is not that song. This is Steve Earle. Nope. This is my add to the playlist. This is the new Tool single. <laughs> How's it feel in your life? Listen to it. Breathe it in. Mm-hmm. 
Do you love it? I love it so much. Really? Yeah. That makes me so happy for you. How long have you waited for this? 13 years. No way! Yeah. So, Big Cat? Hey, are you going to go to the... Are they going to do a tour? Several. I'm going to go to several. You are? Yeah. Will you pony up to be up front, or do you just like being in the mix? Dude, I po- they, they still tour, so I've still seen them. Oh, so they I've, just tour on the old stuff? Dude, I've ponied right, up. After the last 13 years, I, all they're playing the hits. Last time I saw them, I ponied up 20th Road, dead center. It was all right there in front of me. Ah, oh, God damn it. It felt great. The, bl- the, the bliss that is seeing that band for me. I love it. I'm going to see them several times. I can't wait. When I they love this, this single, record, so I've, I'm, let's, I have high hopes for the record. Big Cat, we're getting off topic here. When they tour this record, let's partner yeah. it up with some pen pals. I'll, I'll tell you what. do a Tool show. Big Cat, Tool, Tool they, they kind of drifted away for 13 years, and they were just kind of poking in some hints. <laughs> they go. dropped out of this our fantasy good. league as well. But you know what? They're it. back. They're mm-hmm. back, and I love them. Mm-hmm. Love them just as much as I did before, so who knows? Who knows? Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scoville. <laughs> and Daniel Van Kirk. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Woo! Yeah. I always love coming in with a woo, like, like we were doing something so crazy. In the break? In the break. Like, ah! Ah, we we got to stop doing racquetball during the break. <laughs> Why are we doing racquetball all the time? Have you ever played? God, it's so hard. It's so mm-hmm. physically demanding. You don't think, when you sit, remember in the 80s, racquetball toast, was all in their mouth. Playing. Toast in their mouth, donut and a coffee <laughs> for your cop. Right. And then also, it was always 
cut to a scene, two guys talking while playing racquetball, and they were always so destroyed. And I was like, wow, man, why are these characters always so out of shape? Right. I played racquetball for three seconds. I was like, never mind. I get it. Oh, you know what else? Law and order. A lot of law and order racquetball scenes. Mm. Like Lumineer from Beauty and the Beast comes walking in and he's like, I could talk to you for a minute. <laughs> it's always, yeah. there's somebody having a conversation during racquetball in yes. those 90s law and orders. Always. Always. Why racquetball? I don't know. I guess that's easier to shoot. I don't know. If you played every day, you think you'd get in good shape? It yes. feels like oh, just a sweating uh, no. man's game. Have you played? You've played. A little bit. It is so much running, so much stopping, so much quick thinking yeah. that mentally you're getting the workout and physically you're getting the workout. Okay, one more random question. There's no, there's no, like you play basketball, I'm a hang back, I'm a cherry pick. Sure. I'm a jog. Yeah. I'm a look at the court. Yeah. Racquetball, you're in it the whole time and it's literally split second to split second. There's no time to like digest the information. One more question. Yeah. You ever play water polo? Yeah, so hard. You have? So hard. I mean, not like on a high level, but like with what, friends. What, in high school? Well, like with friends being oh, okay. like, hey, yeah. we're going to go up here, here. Yeah. I hated it instantly. I loved it. It's so much What work. about hockey? You ever played hockey? I've played floor hockey <laughs> and was awful. I played floor hockey. This with, is floor uh, hockey. Ready? With my grandfather, Ready? Chris Gordon. In, uh, this is floor not hockey. Not my grandfather. It's just the shoes. It's just the shoes. I played floor hockey with a bunch of Canadians in Canada, and they're all not. You're like, hey, did you play at a high level? None of them. They're all fucking amazing. Right, I know. It's just in their DNA. I know. And it's it's so insulting. And I played, and they just made fun of me nonstop. And I was like, yeah, this is right. If I was on your side, I'd, I'd be making fun of whoever this guy is. Yeah. I tried a slap shot. I must have put the stick right into the floor, <laughs> like five feet before <laughs> the puck was even there. Yeah, pick your divot up. So put that floorboard back. Yeah, that, that wood. <laughs> Try to put that wood back. Step on it. Put some sand over it. <laughs> You're out there with a like a bandsaw. Uh, yeah. Um, Let's do it. Okay. Jump band. Someday I want to play hockey. I've never played. You'll play. Oh, you'll play. Hello, Mr. Daniel Van Kirk and Mr. Rory H. Scoville. I like that. Um, I, I should say means, but... this. Came to us from a direct message on Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can also do that on Twitter at the Pen Pals Pod or mail us, send us something, snail it up at 1700 West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506. Care of the Pen Pals. Okay. Hello, Mr. Daniel Van Kirk and Mr. Rory H. Scoville. I'm a big fan of the podcast and you guys in general. I saw stand up in Niagara Falls last December where he killed. I saw. Sorry, I skipped your name. I saw Rory stand up in Niagara Falls last December where he killed. When I was in third grade, I was a huge fan of Robin Williams. I loved Mrs. Doubtfire and Patch Adams, and just came. And Patch Adams had just came out as well. For my birthday, I convinced my mom to let me take all my friends to the new Robin Williams movie. That movie was Bicentennial Man, a a plus two-hour drama of Robin Williams as a robot becoming a man featuring the little Pepsi girl as well. It takes him 200 years to complete the journey, and the movie felt that long as well. I still love Robin Williams. I did not know he had started taking dramatic roles yet. As a bunch of 12-year-olds, this was certainly not what anyone was expecting. I was so embarrassed at the end of the movie because everyone clearly hated it. What was your worst birthday party or the worst birthday party 
party you remember going to. I'm still friends with many of those friends who attended, and now it is brought up all the time, and I find it hilarious picturing all the people at the cinema who knew what they were in for before the movie even started. I love hearing about worst birthday parties because now they are almost always ridiculous and funny. Thanks again. Sincerely, your pen pal, Steve. You said 12-year-olds. There were 10-year-olds. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that's that. so strange. A bunch of 10-year-olds. The glitch in the mind, like what you see and what yeah. you... Yeah. yeah. Um, that's great. First of all, how fitting. This is I love coming it. out the week of the anniversary of when we lost, we lost Robin Williams. Exactly. I remember I was in Rochelle, and Illinois. And close to our two birthdays. Yes. Yeah. And I uh, I texted you, uh, and you were like, I know. I can't. This is It's crazy. And it we, is. Yeah. I, I remember texting you downstairs at Aunt Connie and Uncle Ken's house. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't believe it it affected me you know one thing i i i hate and this is this seems like i'm talking about you because of the example you just That's gave fine. and you obviously know that i'm not but there's some people i think named daniel when celebrity <laughs> and their name is van kirk whichever one whatever uh could be rosemary who, like someone dies uh-huh. and they just want to be the person that tells other people oh, they don't too. feel something about it yep but they pretend to mm-hmm. to oh man did you hear about so-and-so because they just want to like have information and i look i can't sit here and say that right. i haven't been that person at some point which is why i know they exist mm-hmm. <laughs> because i've exactly. been it or you, you, you felt been it, the you inclination you felt the inclination yes and you've been hey did you hear so-and-so like i'm the one who told you and you and then your brain goes why do we care about this and you go and either you go i don't know it's fun and you continue to do it your whole life or you go oh yeah what what who am i what am i doing right I think I'm the. I think I've somewhat developed out of the. Yeah, what am I doing? I'd probably have other ticks like that that I still do that would aggravate you know me worse? in five years from now. When you just let, when you just call up somebody like when Brody passed away, right? Um, I called. Uh, I texted. I texted you. Uh, I texted a couple other people, and I just said, uh, "Hey, I love you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all. I because I it was happening. Everyone who's in comedy and certainly yeah. where we are knew. Okay. And I wrote, I wrote back, busy chat later. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Dan, I can't right now. Dan, what? Dan, stop. Stop. <laughs> Just stop, stop it. Nothing else. No other information. Daniel, it's Jack. Daniel. Don't text her, you love her. Daniel, today. you got to stop. Not, I'm texting my friends. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and so I, te- I because I didn't want to be, I figured people knew. But the yeah. other side of that is if you don't give context and you are reaching out to a friend, you get what happened when I texted Jay Larson, and Larson calls me back, and he's like, hey, buddy, thanks, man. I love you, too. I'm like, awesome. I just, you know, it's been real hard. Why? What happened? And I go, oh, uh, God. And I go, oh, well, uh, um, Brody Pat, Brody committed suicide. He passed away. All right, you're on speaker with the fam, Daniel. Let me <laughs> And I was Dan, like, sorry, Jay. You can just see that. I know. Yeah. yeah he's like, oh, let me just. <laughs> I also uh, love that Jay's on speakerphone going, yeah, what's up? What's wrong? I, that, so you expose this vulnerable thing, and then he goes, ah, hold on, we're at a family reunion. I got you up, hooked up to the uh, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, switch to phone. Alexa, wh- what is depression? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Why, why, am I, why am I talking to family? You're right, though. Know. That is that thing. It's, you see it on social media. People are like, I, I told all of you guys. I was the first one to say it. I know. And, and, and the reason why I say it's, I don't want to say it as a blanket thing. I know. Because there are people who aren't coming from I'm the first person. 100%. They truly compassionate. You, you they truly care. Right now, you know the peop, our pen pals listening know if they know you're the talking deal. about them it. or not. Exactly. If, if you think we're yeah. talking about you, we are. If you yeah. don't think we are, we're not. Yeah. 
You know if we're talking about it. And you know what? If I am talking, if you're listening right now and I am talking about you, I'm not telling you to stop. No. If you, st- if you like doing that, just know that's a kind of a weird thing to like. Right. But at the same time, you are providing information. <laughs> you are doing that. I can't, look, I can't say you're doing something evil. It just seems like a, it's, a, it's a kind of a weird sort of narcissistic Is thing. Because... And like I said, hey, I'm not sitting here. With clean hands. Is it because they want to be a part of that memory forever? Like, oh, that's who told me? I think it just gives you this little fucking endorphin kick or something where you're just like, I told someone. And, like, it it makes you a part of it. And you, like, feel something with it. Like, it's now, it's, and the reason I use the word narcissistic is because it somewhat makes You're injecting yourself It somewhat makes you a part of it. And you enjoy that. and. You know, there could be other contexts where someone could write in and go, but Rory, you do you do this, and that's clear where you're coming from. And you know what? Maybe that makes me go, oh, my God, you're right. And I would have to, like but we I'm said, also, like, like we I said with some addiction. Some people got to point it out to you, and you go, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And I could very well be that type of person. There's times when I have, probably more times than people know, I think a lot of people in entertainment, there you go in these moments of, like, really loving yourself and the work that you're doing, mm-hmm. sometimes for the wrong reasons, sometimes for the right reasons. Sure. And I think a lot of people would believe this, but there's a lot of times stand-up comics, no matter what we seem like and no matter what the output is, because the output always has to sort of be coming from a similar place. There's a lot of times where we go, we say our own thing and then we go, shut the fuck up. Like what? Who are you? I Shut know. up, you dick! <laughs> and I do it. I do it a lot. There's oh, so many too. times I go get like just to myself in my brain. I just go get over your fucking self. Who mm-hmm. the fuck are you? Now at the same time, and I go, you know what, self? Thank you because you're right. But there's a lot of times because of how we have to perform, you can't completely kill that 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 getting over yourself right. thing because sometimes that is the confidence to get on stage to tell people mm-hmm. your opinion that may be wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to make them laugh. Right. Because when people come to a show, they're just coming to see you throw out your your truth and it could be varying levels of vulnerability. There could sure. be zero vulnerability. Sure. There could be tons of it. Mm-hmm. And at any moment in any one of my shows, somebody could go, your, your thing you just said about this is actually wrong because of blah, blah, blah. Great. All right. But right. for me to even start the topic took something. Right. And that something sometimes comes from a voice in your head that goes, you're a fucking badass. Go out there and make people <laughs> just, laugh. You you just, you know what I mean? Be fun. Off stage, if you still have that. Right, that's another yikesies. story. Yikesies. <laughs> and we know those people too. Those people are not even just performers. Those are everybody. Aristotle. Aristotle is like that. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. He's um, not. Let's get, we're going okay. to get into right. this. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, First of all, great birthday. Such a, that's, I, I once had, this is not the question they're asking about that's a bad who, birthday party. A, hey. My dad took me and some friends to see Flight of the Navigator. I thought about, oh. the, I just thought about this the other day because I was going through Good like. call. I'm so proud uh, of your dad. Such a Must fucking. Must have been awesome having one of those. But here's the thing. I remember it. Like my dad taking, I think it was my sixth birthday. I don't remember. Yeah. But my dad took me and some friends. Maybe it was just me and one other friend. I don't totally remember. Right. But I look back now. I saw that movie uh, up on Amazon. It wasn't on Prime, but it was on Amazon. I was mm-hmm. going through it and I was like, oh, what are the movies I would definitely watch again? Me and Jordan, were we were looking up Willow. Yeah. By the way, Willow, not on iTunes to rent. You can't really? even rent it. I was like, I'm, I'm ready to pay $15 right now to own it. That's how much I want to watch Willow. it. Willow. And I was like, yeah, you know, we'll pay four bucks and rent it. It's not even there at all. Anyways, really? Anyways, beside the point. Okay. But 
what was there? The Explorers. That could be the, the name Explorers. of the show. We started watching The Explorers, Willow, but there was Fly of the Navigator. It wasn't on Prime, and I was like, fuck, I would love to watch that. And then I thought back about that birthday, and I was like, I wonder what my dad, my dad was like, God, this fucking, when does this end? Who gives a fuck about this <laughs> floating robot? Around at, floating around in a Nerf football. Goddamn <laughs> robot space. Why is everyone your boss? Goddamn <laughs> robot spacecraft. But did you remember watching that and being like, wait, you win that ditch in eight years past? I know. And you that honestly, that was the first inkling kind of like mind blowing stuff, mind blowing stuff where I started to think, and it, it, I'm almost certain it started with that movie, not even Back to the Future, okay. which I definitely saw before so, sure, that, sure, because Back to the Future shows the existence of time in the almost very positive way, right? Despite right. the fact it's like, hey, scary to get stuck in time, right? Or a time that's not yours. Whereas this one was like, no, time has passed. And you lost you, it. You lost it, but yet you're the same age. And, like, and Sarah start, Jessica Parker. Your Dude, brain Sarah starts going into this world In of like, movie. of like, it, it's, you don't know it, but I think it's your first introduction of like, uh, like, uh, what is it? Like threat, uh, string theory mm-hmm. to, and like alternate reality. Like mm-hmm. you don't know it as a kid, but your brain starts to go like, oh, what, what if? You know what I mean? Like, you, like yeah. I was raised Catholic. Yeah. But the first time someone goes, Oh, I don't think there is a God. And then your brain's like, oh, no, 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 no. I've been told, and like, that means right. when you die, it'll be good. And, like, right. and it actually hurts your feelings when you hear someone say, I don't yeah. believe in God. And you yeah. go, oh, my God, you're a freaking weirdo. Right. Aren't you worried about the consequences mm-hmm. to saying that and feeling that? Mm-hmm. But your brain starts to go, well, what if? Mm-hmm. And then you keep going down the what if. And you're like, oh, I guess I haven't been introduced to other philosophies, theories, ideas. And I remember that one, I think, definitely was like created an anxiety. Even watching. Avengers Endgame. I was like, oh, God, time. I know. I know. <laughs> time. I watched Endgame on a plane, bawling. Anything with kids. Well, and you're at that elevation. And you know you're high. Oh, are you so talking about, you're talking about, you're talking about Peter Parker? I, no, I'm, I mean, that made me cry. Mr. That Stark. hug. Mr. Stark. And then when he dies, and like, but, but love you 3000, get the fuck out of here. I'm watching these superhero movies. I'm fucking crying my goddamn eyes out. Bicentennial Man. Never saw it. Intrigue. I've never now. seen it either. I don't love. I I, I, I love. Just, but I remember the poster. Do you remember the poster? It's the. It's his face. I can, it's, I'm looking at it right <laughs> now as too. I see. I see it through you. That's that's kids who run profile. Yep, yep. And there's like an arc there's of an like a arc, light, yeah, of like an arc of light of or something. Yeah. I love that. I love that you just went to Bicentennial Man, and you're like, I love Robin Williams. One, I love that at 10 years old you were a hardcore Robin Williams fan because I definitely wasn't. I liked sure. him. I liked Aladdin. Of course. But I'm surprised you and your kids, you and your friends Wait, didn't roll w- into the Fisher King. I just, <laughs> we're here to see the Fisher King. <laughs> Anyways, we were eight years old and we went to see Dead Poets Society <laughs> and it changed my <laughs> life, dude. Um, yeah, um. I, uh, I, I like, I, I, I love, I love Robin Williams, but Me I'm too. not like this crazed Robin Williams fan. I think what he did and how he did it, I can't understand that level of mental speed and like the, to be able to do the voice, mm-hmm. to be this like concoction of all these things, mm-hmm. you watch it and you're like, Jesus Christ. I mean, you look at it. I've watched Old Carsons, Old Carsons, and I, uh, it gives me anxiety. Of course. And you just go, God, my God, like this dude was a supreme Jedi and you don't, you can't comprehend it. You can strive to did want ever, to get to him? that. I never met him. I got to I, meet him at UCB. Was it great? Was it just we fantastic? were? I was in Counterpoint, the record store next door, and then yep. he was in there, and then we ended up in line together. And the person in front of him had something wrong with their credit card. Yeah, so he just started doing bits with me. Yeah, ooh, hope we brought shells. Like, like, like how we were gonna pay for this? Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I, I was like, <laughs> and you're like, hi, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
I think I always fantasized about wanting him to see my stand up mm-hmm. and this is what, and yeah, like it. Yeah. Um because you want this validation from this person that you know is so great and you want them to go you're on the right track. Yeah, or or just you're funny. Or or I like it. Yeah. Or you made me laugh and you would just go, "I can't believe it." That's happened to I me made once. someone at the top laugh. I mean one Who? Bob Odenkirk. Yes. I the walked best. off stage, Bob Odenkirk I at Nerdmelt. I walk off stage, Bob Odenkirk, he was blocked in. He was trying to leave and he couldn't because in the back, yeah. And so uh, uh, I walk off. He walks off with me as I'm walking out and kind of like walks with me. Yeah. He's like, that was great. You're really funny. And I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. <laughs> Good. Yeah, exactly. I'm done. Exactly. Bob Odenkirk just told Someone me Someone you look funny. up to saying like, hey, you're doing great or like they like it is, uh, it's it's such a high. It's incredible. It's it's more than the whole crowd giving you a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. The whole crowd can be like, we didn't love it. And everyone's like, I loved it. And you're like, I did great. Oh, my God, I did great. I'm so good. Oh, my God, thank you so much. You don't even know what this means to me. And I, and you know what? They, they Even though they've had those moments for themselves, they don't know what it means. Because sometimes they don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. There's times you've told a comic, hey, great set. And it made the world to them. Mm-hmm. But you don't understand because you're like, I'm Dan. What, what do you mean? I just, hey, good shot. Yeah. Good, good, good set. Yeah. I you liked too. it. I laughed. Yeah. And then they, and then they, they, they have, and it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying that to be, um, to no, blow it's smoke just, that's up how ass, this works. But it's, all, it's just how it works. It's, if someone's further down the line than you, and, and, and you appreciated see what you, you've done, and now they're telling they appreciate what you good. did, it'll always feel good. Oh, and it's, it's always best. a reminder to let people know when, like, you genuinely liked it. And, you know, sometimes you tell people they did good and you, you really didn't think it, but you're just being a nice person. Because you're a nice person. That's valid, too. And, hey, what are you right. going to do? What, are you going right. to be a dick? Right. You don't want to be a dick? Right. Um, okay. Did you, I, don't rem- I don't have a worst birthday party. I yeah, do. We got, we got, I know. We you, you should do it then. Tight. You should do it because I don't have it. Nine years old. Yeah. My mom thought it would be fine for us to do my birthday up at the cabin. Yeah. And it was my two brothers and my mom and my grandma. And I woke up <laughs> so sad. Because I don't, I was just nine. I wasn't like a bratty kid or anything, but she could just tell that we didn't, it just wasn't enough. And she tried to do like a Batman theme. And I just, I think she's never Batman, like Tim, Tim Burton. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking. But I was just thinking that was around the time. Yeah. It yeah. was like 88 oh, dude, or whatever. 89. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, no, but when that movie came out, was that 89? Yeah. Oh, it just came out. Yeah. Fresh Batman. Yeah. And um, I, I, I was not. Mad. I didn't do anything. Prince I d- was there. I do remember being like, "Where's like Uncle Ken and Aunt Con?" Like, it oh, just, they hate it Batman. <laughs> but I'm it, sorry, Dan. It didn't dawn Batman. on me until the morning of my birthday that no one else was gonna be there. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. think I was just sad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she felt really bad because I wasn't being a brat. I yeah, just yeah. was. You were sad. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the next year, she rented out Spring Lake, which is the public pool in Rochelle. And you're she, so high maintenance. Ten years old, and she's she, well. She even said she's like, "We're doing it this year." Gonna, that's a decade. We invited 107 people to my party because you have the whole pool. You have and to. And you're like, "Mom, there's too many people here. <laughs> the slip and slides too long. The line for the water right. slides right. suck. Right. There's no rafts for the lazy river. Yeah." <laughs> She's like, Dan, I don't know what to do. 50? Is 50 good for you? I love that you? you think Rochelle has a lazy river. I don't know. I'm throwing stuff we out. we got two pools. and Every hour, 15 minutes, it's adults only lap That's time. That's a little too frequent, I think. I, I agree with about, you. How about the last 10 minutes of an hour? Right. 
I think it was every kids 15. fifty minutes. Let them work a kiddie it pool off. and then one other pool of the diamond. Because adults court. are getting way more laps than the kids are getting <laughs> are getting sharks and minnows time. You don't have a bad birthday. That's okay. I, do, I mean, I just don't have anything that come to mind. I feel right. like I probably do. Right. But you only have a window of what really like top 17, 18 birthdays that, are, that you would want to be great. And then you're 21, and you then you're 30. You know what's so weird now? But, but the, by now, it's like, just I, give me a nice day. Wife, exactly. I think I feel that way now where you just kind of want it simple, and you don't really love all the attention. And, like, even when, like, Jordan's like, well, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I don't, I don't know because I, I have what I need, and if there's something I want. But don't like, you hate when you see that thing that you're like, oh, that'd be awesome. If somebody knew to buy that for me, that would be great. But, but I honestly but I, I don't know. Remember. I, I never I, remember what they are. I think I get a better high. And and I hate, this is coming from a place of some some selfishness. Sure. But I think I get a be- bigger high of giving someone a gift than getting a gift. And it's not like, hey, look, I got you a gift. It, like, yeah. it truly, I am doing it a little for myself. And so I'm like, yeah, but you went and took the time and spent the money. And it's like. Yeah, I know. You got me a the great more, gift. The more time it took and the more money, it gives me the bigger you high. You got me a great <laughs> gift for my birthday. <laughs> it's like I'm doing it for me. I got you an amazing gift for your birthday. Not uh, here yet. I'm going to give it to you give, the next time we record. Tell everyone the clue. Oh, okay. Limited edition. God, isn't that so much anxiety? I told Dan, when Dan told me it was limited edition, I was like, I'm going to break it. <laughs> you aren't. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here for um, the day. I, Steve, I know that we drifted off into... Uh, Crazy other conversations, but that's that's honestly, honestly. But I'll say this: that's what a good letter can do. Totally. You almost all, you almost don't talk about the letter. You almost mm-hmm. go into this other. Sometimes you talk thing. about sandwiches for seventeen minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you go back and you go, oh, they didn't even ask about sandwiches. Right. Um, but uh, Steve, thanks for this letter. It's so fucking great. Uh, wishing you the next best birthday ever. I think as you get oh, as you get older. Spend the money, rent the private room, invite the people, and just oh. be fucking stupid and go big. I think that is is when you can organize your own birthday party. Mm-hmm. Why not rent the go kart place? Why, why not? not satisfy twelve? And if I'm him, you? wherever this party's at, yeah, ask the bar. Can you guys put on bicentennial? It Dan has been bring it, put it on all the TVs. It has been exactly thirty years since Dan's shitty cabin birthday, where his mom was trying so, so hard. hard. It's been 30 years. You can go back and rectify that. You have the power. Steve, your pin pals, Roy Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk. Wasn't so long ago. Podcast Network. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org/slash CB for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 